Hi, friends. Welcome to the Liz Teach Podcast. This is Liz, your host, and here we are doing a Monday meditation. And I hope that this will encourage you, uh, edify you, give you some tips. And what I want to do is start with a quote. And the quote says, and it's by Ed Cunningham, I don't know Mr. Cunningham, haven't heard of Mr. Cunningham, but I like his quote. (laughs) And it's, friends are those rare people who ask how we are and wait to hear the answer. Isn't that beautiful? And that's what I want to talk to you about today is friendships. There's a proverb that says that sweet friendships refresh the soul. And so I think it is important that we analyze our friendships, analyze what kind of friend we are being, because we are supposed to be refreshing each other. And it really does feel that way. I know so many times that I have gone out with friends, and even though I might not have felt like it, but I just was looking forward to seeing them anyway, no matter how tired I was from my day or what else was going on. We had made plans, and when we were done, we just felt so refreshed because we're able to just be with one another and talk and laugh. And and it's such a beautiful thing when you're able to have friendships this way. You know, a a friend is defined as, or friendship is defined as a bond of mutual affection. So above all, a friendship is a give and a take. You're not giving all the time. You're not taking all the time. It's a back and forth. And this is why it is refreshing. We have areas in our life, whether it's work or maybe ministry or maybe family where we're giving, 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 giving. And so it's important that our friendships have a give and take. I love to have uh, friendships that, you know, when you're up they might be down, they pick you up and vice versa, or you're down. Anyway, I made a tongue twister there. (laughs) When I'm down, they're up. When they're up, I'm down. And we balance each other out. Those are great friendships. And I think that too often, especially women, we tell ourselves that we don't need that. We have our husband, we have our children, or because we've been hurt in the past, we stop reaching out to people and we stop trying to cultivate this important relationship. We need good friendships. And I think that, of course, if we go to the Bible, as I always do, and we look at a couple of uh, people that had a good friendship, we see the benefit of it, right? For those of you that are Christians and read the Bible, you'll immediately think of Jonathan and David. It says in the word of God that their souls were knit together, that Jonathan loved David as himself. And that's what a friendship is, that we love one another as we love ourselves. Jonathan even went uh, so far as to protect David from his father, Saul, King Saul, who was trying to kill him because he loved David so much, because they had formed a bond. We have the friendship of Jesus with Mary and Martha and Lazarus, that we have uh, the verse that says that Jesus wept when he died. 
that Jesus wept when he died. And so that comes from loving someone and from having relationship with, with someone. And so I think that we need to see where we're at in that area. You know, there are people that are just acquaintances and we're not going to spend time with them and it's superficial, right? And they come and go and it's okay. It doesn't make them bad. It doesn't make them unworthy. It's just that they're an acquaintance and it's not someone that we would spend time with. But we have to be very careful that we're not treating people that should be great friendships for us as acquaintances. God sends people into our life to bless us, to refresh our soul. And because we don't want to take the time or make the effort or be purposeful about spending time with them, we have them as an acquaintance. And in reality, God wants us to have a bond with them that would feed our soul, nourish our soul, that we would grow from. All relationships uh, that refresh, we grow from them. We give something to one another. And, you know, in that quote, when it says, you know, they ask how we are and they wait to hear the answer, you know, that's a friend. How often do we see people say, hi, how are you? And we're not really waiting for a response. That's just something that we say. But when we take the time to say, no, I really want to know how you are. That's why we, when we're going to reach out to somebody, text somebody and find out how they are, we make sure that we're going to have the time for that response. We're going to make sure that we have the time to ask the questions that they need a friend to ask because they could be going through something. Maybe they have a joy they want to share. You're a good friend when somebody shares their joy, even of something that you're waiting for, but you're able to rejoice with them because you're a good friend. You know, uh, our children play a part in our life, but when they're young, they're not supposed to be our friends. We're not supposed to be confiding in them. And sometimes we put that role on them. And when they leave, you know, to start their own life as adults, we feel a void more than is normal because we have put them in the place of a friend. The wonderful thing is we raise our children, we, uh, pour into them and and we and we do the best we can so that when they're adults they can be our friends because we've had the right relationship the balanced relationship our children need us to raise them and to nurture them and discipline them right but that's another episode look at my relationship ep episodes or or <laughs> listen to that we shouldn't have our children as our go to we need adults in our life I also ask that if you are not reaching out to people, why? Why is it that you're not? We are all busy, right? We're all busy. But then when we find ourselves alone, we're wondering, why am I alone? Why don't I have any friends? Well, what time have you taken to sow friendship into somebody else? What time have you taken to cultivate that relationship? And it's not that you have to talk on the phone or text every single day or, you know, get together every week. No, it's just you are purposeful and intentional about, hey, when are we getting together this month? I have a, a couple of friends and one in particular that we make sure we set a date. Hey, when are we getting together next? We're finishing our friendship date and we're planning the next one because it just feeds our soul. And in between that, we text and we might have a FaceTime call, but it's important. 
We need to have people that are there by our side that we can confide in, that we can trust, that they can trust us, right? Because we say, oh, I can't trust anybody, but are you trustworthy? Are you trustworthy? I believe we reap what we sow. And so we need to sow (laughs) into people what we would like in return. I know that sometimes we are hurt by others and it because there was always an imbalance in the relationship, or maybe perhaps we outgrew that relationship and they have to become maybe a friend that we're not with that often because it no longer refreshes our soul. It's not that we cast them aside or get rid of them, but maybe we don't need to be spending as much time with them. Sometimes we do outgrow friendships. There are friendships that we have for a season and we want to make sure that we know the difference. There's a quote by Helen Keller that says, walking with a friend in the dark is better than walking alone in the light. Isn't that beautiful? It's so much better. Life is so much better when we do it with someone, with someone coming alongside us. And every area of our life needs a relationship. We need our romantic relationship. We need our relationship with our children, with our parents. They all just feed a different part of our life. But I feel that uh, a good friendship, a well-rounded friendship, is it covers so many areas of our life. It can cover so many areas and feed us in so many ways. I have great Christian friends. So they not only, um, you know, feed the side of me that needs to be encouraged, but also spiritually they help me grow. So they don't only encourage me to do things in my day-to-day life, but they encourage me to do things in the Lord. And it just brings me so much joy. I know that I can cry with them. I know I can pray with them. I know I can laugh with them. I know I can let my hair down with them. I can be me. It is important for you to have uh, people in your life, friends in your life, where you can be you. That you don't have to change, that you don't have to be somebody different to make them comfortable. And I'm saying, I'm not saying that you can be nasty and and I'm not saying all those things, but you don't have to change who God created you to be, to make them comfortable. You don't have to diminish who you are to make them comfortable. And so these are all things that we have to examine, especially myself, of course, after, you know, being an adult and, and going through friendships and having lasting ones, I've seen what is good and what is not. And I've seen how I've tolerated sometimes behavior that was not feeding my soul because I was afraid to say no, because I was afraid to let go of the friendship, because I was afraid of being alone. And I'm so glad that God has done a work in my life in this area because now I have amazing friendships. I have one particular friendship that has been for years, you know, since I got here to Florida. And it's so funny because you know, uh, talking about acquaintances that maybe God wants us to be friends, nobody would have ever thought that we would be best friends. And God actually spoke to her because she didn't like me very much. (laughs) She had the wrong concept of me. She didn't like me very much. And as she continued to observe me, God said, no, you could trust her. 
you could trust her. And we've been friends now for just so many years. I got to Florida in 2002. So since about that time or 2003, we've been really good friends. And it doesn't mean our relationship is perfect because I get on her nerves. She gets on my nerves sometimes. And we're like, hey, no, that's not going to work. And we could be honest with each other, though. And it's a great thing. Friendships are not perfect. They can be messy. Many wonderful relationships are messy. Think about marriage. I think about my marriage and how messy it was, but it was wonderful. And he was a friend, but I still needed my best friend. I still needed my girls that I went out to dinner with. And I, I needed that girl time. I needed that balance and friendships, good friendships bring balance. There's a proverb that says that there are friends that stick closer to you than a brother. There are friendships that are going to feed your soul that your family doesn't in ways that your family doesn't, that they're able to love you in spite of whatever you may going through, in spite of mistakes, in spite of uh, maybe misjudgments or mischaracterizations that you're able to talk through and, and work through more so than your family. It's so weird, right? I don't know why that is so, but it is, <laughs> it is. And praise God for the people that he brings into our life to feed our soul, to refresh our soul. So if you are one that says, I don't need friends, that's a lie. I think it's a lie we tell ourselves because we've been hurt. I think it's a lie we tell ourselves because we don't make the effort and we realize we haven't made the effort. But if you're still alive, you still have time to create great friendships. You know, we have to be careful also in our work life or if we're a supervisor uh, in, in, a, in an area and being friends with somebody we supervise or in ministry, uh, somebody we supervise, you know, we have to be very, very careful because um, there are certain boundaries that shouldn't be crossed, right? And then if somebody's chummy, chummy with you, and then you're trying to tell them to do something at church or at work, and they're like, mm, we're, what? No, <laughs> you know? So in that, you have to ask God for wisdom. Is this somebody that I take into my life outside of work, outside outside of church or whatever area you may be supervising or leading that person in. You see what I'm saying? So ask God for wisdom, what friendships you allow into your life. You know, sometimes you think it's a friendship when you're a leader, but that person really sees you as a mentor. And so you can't you know, divulge everything you're feeling to that person. They can't handle it because they want to see you in a certain light. And that's okay. That's okay. It's not that you're hiding or lying. It's just that you know that there's certain areas of your life that they're not ready to receive or share with you because they need something different from you. So you have to look at those relationships as well, where you're a mentor, they're a mentee and see if that's truly going to be a friendship for you or it's just going to be in that kind of leader discipleship mode. All this is with wisdom. All this is asking God to lead you. I think it's important for us as adults to really emulate good friendships so that our children will do the same. They will know what they should or should not put up with they will know what uh, loyalty looks like, integrity, truthfulness, honesty, all these things that a friend would have. 
when they see your friend is there for you through thick and thin, that they would desire the same thing for their life. And pray about that. To this day, I pray for my daughter's friendships. I pray for them. I say, God, whatever does not belong in their life, whoever, whatever, yeah, uh, whoever doesn't belong in their life and is harming them and is stopping them from their purpose in you, remove them. Remove them, Father, or change them. If they are going to uh, bring blessing or benefit or growth to my children, then change their heart. Help them as well. You know, uh, I, I have gone through so much with my girls and different friendships they've had and, you know, in school, high school, middle school, and just they would come home in tears uh, with the things that they dealt with and, and bullying and, oh my goodness, all things that friendship were, was not. And even as adults, we allow people to bully us because we want them to be our friend. We allow people to put us down because we want to them to be our friend or we just want a friend. But that's not what God would have for us. And so we need to pray for the right friendships for ourselves and for our children so that their souls would be refreshed. You know, there's a, a verse in 1 Corinthians 15, 33, and it says, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. And so I pray that for my life. I pray that for the life of my children, my grandson, that they would be surrounded by people that would cause them to do what is right and that they would be that kind of friend right? Because I wouldn't want my daughters or my grandson to be the kind of person that would corrupt somebody else and lead them the wrong way. And so I pray that God would set their hearts right and their minds right to do what is godly, what is righteous, what is good, what is kind, what is pure. I pray those things over my grandson on his, on the way to school. As I've shared, we, we have a time of prayer and and I always pray and ask them to say, God, help me to be a blessing. God, help me to be a good friend. Help me to say no to what is wrong. Help me to say yes to what is right. And so we want our children to have friendships that would encourage them to do what is right, to stand up for what is right. But we have to pray. We have to pray. And so what kind of friendships do you have? What kind of friend are you? What kind of friend are you? Are you dependable? Do you reach out to people? You know, I'll reach out to people and I'll say, hey, let's get together. I'm available such and such. Let me know. And I'll do that a couple of times. If they don't respond, then I'm like, okay, they want to remain in the acquaintance zone. <laughs> uh, because, you know, there are people that you can't chase, chase, chase. It has to be a give or take, right? And so uh, I, I I, have learned to do that. I let go of guilt and I'm like, you know what? I've done what I can. If they don't want to reach out, that's okay. Like I don't even have any ill will or bitterness or unforgiveness. That's okay. That's okay. But I like people to know, hey, I thought of you. And then if they want to go beyond that and, and create a friendship or just a get together every once in a while, that's okay too. But we don't have to chase people for friendships. People that want to be in your life will allow themselves to be caught. <laughs> when you go after them, they don't go very far. They allow themselves to be caught. They don't go running away. 
So just ask God who you should be reaching out to. Uh, Maybe somebody has been reaching out and you haven't responded. Maybe it's time to respond. So I want to pray. I want to pray for us. I want to pray for our children on this Monday meditation that good people will come into our life so that our souls would be refreshed. I promise you, I promise you, it is refreshing. Let go of the lies. Yes, maybe girls were catty in high school, but you're in your 30s now or your 40s. Jesus, your 50s. Stop repeating that. I don't like hanging out with women because such as a stop repeating those things. Those things. You be a good friend and good friends will come to you in Jesus name. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that you care about this area of our lives. You care about us having friendships. Lord, Lord Jesus, you had friends. And so we want to have friendships, friendships that would refresh our soul, that would bring blessing to us, that we would be a blessing to them. Father, help us see those that we have put in the acquaintance zone. And you have sent them to us, Father, to refresh our soul. Lord, help us to make time for those that are seeking after us and that you want them to be part of our life. Father, also give us wisdom for those that maybe would just take too much from us or expect too much from us more than we can give, Father. And maybe we just need to put them in the acquaintance zone for a little bit. Father, help us to see the lies that we have believed about friendships, especially us as women, the lives, the lies that we have believed about that women are catty, that women are jealous, that women are this, and we just speak so horribly about one another. In Jesus' name, Lord, that we will not speak those things, Lord, that we would not be bound by those words so that the windows of heaven could open and pour down the blessing of friendship upon us. Father, I thank you for my friends. I thank you for those that refresh my soul. I thank you for those that are by me and stick by me through thick and thin. I thank you for friendships, Father, that they reach out to us too. It's not us doing all the work, God. And so I thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, give us wisdom, lead us, and guide us in this area. Help us to emulate relationships that are healthy so that our children will do the same thing. Father, I ask you right now, uh, I come alongside moms and dads that are praying for friendships for their children that would bless them. And I come into agreement with them to remove, Father, from their life, those uh, children, those uh, teenagers, even adult friendships that are doing harm to them, more harm than good, that are stopping not only their walk and destiny in you, but even in their... uh, day-to-day life and things they should be doing, maybe in school or maybe a class they should be taking, a job they should be involved in, something, and, and they're being distracted by friendships that have not come from you. In Jesus' name, I come into agreement that you will start to remove God those friendships, Lord. I thank you, Lord, because I have seen the fruit of my prayers. I have seen where you have delivered my girls from friendships that were causing them harm. And even though they didn't like it at the time, and Raquel would say, stop, mom, stop doing that. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father, that you answered that prayer because you know that I was praying it because I love my daughter and I know that you loved her. 
You love them. And so I thank you, God. Lord, I pray that our children would be good friends, that they wouldn't be lazy and that they would be intentional about being good friends to those that are reaching out to them, that they would not ignore calls or texts from people that would just bless their life and would refresh their soul. I thank you, Holy Spirit. I thank you that you speak to us, you guide us, you give us wisdom, Father. And for all this, we give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, friends, I hope that was encouraging or enlightening for you and that God really highlighted to you friendships that you need to be more purposeful about or friendships that you need to let go of and also let go of guilt when someone wants to be your friend and you know they don't belong in your life and just let go of that guilt and pray for them that they would find good people that are supposed to be in their life. Prayer does it all. I'm telling you, my friends, it's the way to go. (laughs) So God bless you once again. Thank you for joining me on this Monday meditation. This is Liz on the Liz Teach Podcast. Have a wonderful day.